hands in there. Get the jazz hands going. We're live. Welcome back to the Big Daddy Gun Studios. I'm Hank Strange. We have special guests tonight. We've got Steve from 904 Outdoors. And we've got... How's it going? Good, man. Good. What's up? We also have Tyler Key of, like, it's a crazy name. I don't know how he came up with this name, but he's of written by tylerkey.com. I worked hard on that one. I worked hard. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm kind of glad that you called it that because I get the the uh, like the main gun blogs mixed up. I don't know if you're aware of that. Mm. Absolutely. All the time. Yeah. Oh, so it's not just me. It's not no. just... No. Oh, it's yeah. not my dys- dyslexia. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I love you now. I love you the most. And I- <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, a lot of love. A lot of man love. Nothing but love. Yeah, a lot of man love going on. Okay, so I want to say what's up to everyone that's in the chat, everyone that's joining us. I want to remind everyone to do a couple of things. First of all, click the like button on this video. Click it. Okay, and of course, make sure you're subscribed because YouTube unsubscribes people's asses. And um, also, we want you to share this video on your social media with friends and family. Let them know that we're doing this. We're talking about the Glock Gen 5 tonight. We don't have it. Lola, I could hear that woman. (laughs) I could hear that thing from over here. So get some headsets. All right. So, um, (laughs) yeah, Lola Lola doesn't um, have her laptop, so she's using my iPad. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't figure it out here. Do you want, do you want my, uh, my headsets? Hold it. See? Okay. So, um, it's not, you have your own headsets. Good. Okay. Man running a live show. Where was I? Yes. We're talking about the gen five. So let us know what you guys think. I don't know. Obviously there's very few people out there that have their hands on the gen five. Right, Tyler. I am not one of them. No. So tell you. <laughs> yeah not have one in his hands i have this lowly gen 3 oh look at you that's a classic now my friend (laughs) hold it up to the camera that's going the way of the dinosaurs apparently people know look at these finger grooves (laughs) oh finger grooves no look at all rifling (laughs) that terrible treatment that it has that finish <laughs> Does that have ambi safeties? No, no, it's not an ambi safety. Oh, it's not. Yes. It's not. It's only this side. I yeah. can't. No, yeah. not a safety. That's the slide lock. Yeah. And I went the left hand. Got nothing. Yeah. They should have put. They should have put safeties on there. If and they I, really, if they really wanted to be revolutionary. <laughs> so yeah, I've got the uh, the old shittier version uh, of the Glock. I guess that's what I have. No, actually, you. That's uh, Gen Three is the most popular one. I, yeah. I, I've heard good things about like the Gen 1 and Gen 2s as well. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a huge Glock guy, so what do I know? Right. Well, from yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I could put myself as being a Glock guy, but I only have Gen 4s. I, don't, I didn't bring in any of my stuff because I was running around. I had to drop off my older son, Angst, to FSU. He's an FSU dude now. Man. Um, those of you. What's the FSU thing, Lola? Knowles. Seminoles. For any Seminoles out there. Yeah, you gotta do that. He's, yeah, so my son's one of those, apparently. <laughs> so we had to drop him off today, so I didn't get a chance to bring... I just have, like, my... Uh, I guess this is a Gen 4, the 43. Oh, yeah. No, actually, no, you can't call it that. It doesn't have, it doesn't have finger grooves. 
Uh, so uh, yeah, it's a it's a forty three. So it's a Gen one forty three classic. Clock sights, Hank. Yeah, I don't I don't change anything. Funny. <laughs> Before Reader anyone complains, sites. yeah, you know, I mean, it's how, it's how operator are you that you sights <laughs> on there? It's not very stuff. Though. Okay, I don't change stuff on my Glocks, man. Only for like if there's videos and stuff I have to do. Like I think we built up a polymer eighty frame and, and made one of those, uh, you know, ghost Glocks or yeah. what we called not a Glocks. So I don't do that. Let's see. What does Steve have? What is that, Steve? Oh, Paul that's, Ray. That's, yeah, that's a not a Glock. That's not. You already <laughs> built it up. That's What's amazing. That? That's you already. Did you already build that up? Yep. Yeah, that's, that's fully built. That's a, uh, it's a 23 40 cal. I know you don't like 40 cal, so I had to build one. Yeah. It's not that I don't like 40 cal. I don't just, you know, it's just nine millimeters way better. I just don't understand it. Yeah. I guess. I think but that's... And, uh, it's not mathematically got, sound. <laughs> we actually got this uh, this 80% from Exhale. Uh, oh, yeah, Exhale. What's yep. up? Shout out to Exhale. I don't know if he's Definitely. he's out there. He's sometimes hanging out with us in the chat. Um, let's do this. We, we're going to talk about the Gen 5. You guys let us know what you think from what you've seen. I think that we can safely say no one here has a Gen 5. We're True. not, yeah, we're not cool enough. Yes. We're not those special not people. <laughs> we're, we're jealous of them. At least I am. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not, I'm not going to be a hater. I am jealous of them. They are special. <laughs> There's other stuff that could show up in my FFL that I'd be happier about. But you know. oh, yeah, yeah, that's you know. But hey, listen. No matter what, no matter what Glock did, people were going to be, you know, either hate it or love it. So that's what we're going to talk about. I want to shout out everyone that's hanging out with us in the chat. You know, we've got a bunch of people. I see uh, Ryan Baker's in there. Um, Chris B, of course. Uh, we've got uh, Don Taylor. More ice. Chris Bullis. Razor JB. You know, got lots of good, lots of cool dudes in the in the hangout right now. Meredith's Mayhem is in there. DC2 Mega Boost. Scott Pacini. There you go, Scott Pacini. I think I said that right. Mike Bryant. I want to give him a special shout out. I'm going to come back to that in a second. And Lawrence Lerwick. All those guys in there. If I missed you, I'll come back around to you. Now, last night we, we were doing a hangout with uh, VSO. And uh, Mike Bryant was actually showing us pictures that leaked, I think, last night on Instagram or something of the, um, the Gen 5. He was showing us this. Let me see if I could hold this up. So the, I just got my phone. So he was showing us this. And when I looked at it, I was like, yeah, I don't think that that's anything new because I couldn't really see any difference. <laughs> yeah, there's not a big difference at all. There's no slide serrations or anything. Yeah. If you, if you look at it, I mean... I mean, I guess the, the one thing that you could see that's different if you really look closely is that there's no finger grooves. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, that's really it. You can't see. It's a little different on the slide. The nose, yeah. So now what this talks about now, he was showing that I got this from one. Um, actually, I got this from several distributors. I am an FFL. So we got this from several distributors. There's supposed to be a bunch of changes to it. And the ones they outline are the NDLC finish, which you guys, I think, did anyone research that? Anyone know what the NDLC stands for? No. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, I don't know what it stands for either. I think it's uh, like diamond-like carbon. NDLC finish. So I know DLC is diamond-like carbon, so that's some kind of like 
N with the little N. So it's the little N. It's not the big N. It's the little N DLC. <laughs> Diamond-like carbon is a class of amorphous carbon material that displays some of the physical properties of diamond. DLC is usually applied as coatings to other materials that could benefit from some of these properties. I'm happy to drop the wiki link. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone knows better than us, like I think Steve, you were saying that's probably like nitride diamond-like. Yeah, is, maybe, yeah. Yeah, everyone has to come up with their own name. That might be something that Glock came up with to make it proprietary. When you type it in on Google, the first thing that comes up is Glock. I mean, it's there's nothing yeah. else that... Yeah, so maybe they made it and they put in like a little secret ingredient like people do with drugs or whatever. <laughs> you know, they put in some moose pee. <laughs> some bull sperm or something like that in there. Oh, yeah. and it sounds special <laughs> with the little N. Yeah, it sounds like it's just a tough coating, which is great. Uh, you know, in duty handguns and personal defense handguns. So that's probably a great thing. Good yeah. No, you can't knock that. Um, did anyone, I've got Gen 4, so I don't know. I've not really had any kind of like terrible problems with the finish. Well, here, grab, I'll just grab a screwdriver. I'll screw. I'll fuck with this one. Uh oh. Okay. Uh -oh. Why are you messing up the, the three, man? Because uh -oh. I Because he. You're, okay. So, <laughs> all right. He's going to go get that. All right. So, let's go to the next thing that's on there. It says um, out of the five things they're trying to highlight, I've, I've heard guys in the chat say there's like 20 things. So, it's got an ambidextr ambidextrous slide stop. Ooh. Oh, uh oh. Okay. Look at that. How is that? Now that's a Gen 3. Are you getting scratches? That's a Gen 3. Uh, you can kind of see them in the light a little bit uh -huh. and then you kind of rub them. It didn't do anything. It didn't do anything? Okay. <laughs> so good enough for me. Yeah. So, I mean, now it's supposed to have an even better one. It's even better. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's it's better. better. It's new and improved. But, but wait. it still won't pass military standards. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> okay. So, um, I said ambidextrous, ambidextrous slide stop. So, um, got the slides, the slide stop on both sides. Fantastic. Any, anyone needed that for, you know, I guess there's people who are I think biologically maimed and for some reason left-handed. Yeah. I think if you're a lefty that, that probably matters. Yeah. It's probably a good thing, but now do they have ambidextrous uh, magazine release? I don't I think, think so. No, I think that's in there. Oh, it's got ambidextrous magazine release. Okay, well, folks out there in the chat, let us know if it's got the ambi mag release or oh, not. It's swappable. It's swappable. You know. It's, yep. You know who else has that? Smith and Wesson in the M and P. So, and what they're trying to address is like, oh, like FN. They have an actually ambidextrous <laughs> one. That's just ambidextrous all the time, and ambidextrous uh, slide release. Yeah. So, you know, but hey, it's finally, it's, hey. yeah, we're getting, we're getting to it. We're getting to it, Tyler. No, 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 it's fine. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. So here's the other thing. Flared Magwell. Hell yes. Good. Like that. That's good. Yeah. That helps, you know, get the mag into the well when it's flared. Yep. Um, I, wish, I wish lots of things had flared Magwells, including people sometimes, but okay. Recoil says... Recoil Web says that it does not uh, print. Like it's not a, how did they describe it? They described it specifically um, because David Merrill wrote this and he's a very good writer. Um, 
I think he said that it's uh, it's they didn't find it obnoxious or printy. And the Gen 5 G17 has a cutout on the front to help get a grip on stubborn Max. Yeah. So so a lot of the aftermarket magwells, especially the competition guys, get those, right? Um, those yes. are probably a little bit more, what did you say, obnoxious? Obnoxious and printy. Yeah. Those are not my words. Those are David yeah. Merrill's words. <laughs> Overly flared. <laughs> right. So, yeah. And then it has no finger grooves. So who hated the finger grooves? Absolutely. Oh, you, oh, you did? Yeah. In fact, uh, you, when you called me and said, do you want to be on the show? Uh, I canceled my plans to put this gun in a vice and uh, file off the finger grooves tonight. That was actually my big <laughs> So. Oh, you were planning on doing that? <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was either a tonight or a weekend plan I had was to file the grooves off this. So wh what's the problem? Let, let's see your hands, first of all. Let's take a look at your hands. Well, I have small hands, and that's... I mean, that's just a thing. Much like you, you said earlier, people who are genetically inferior and are left. <laughs> um, I didn't I, say inferior. I said challenged. <laughs> challenged. Sorry. Um, I misheard. That's a little bit more politically correct. It's I, like special. You know how like I, that's our cousin, but he's special? Special. He's our, <laughs> our special cousin. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, have small hands and relatively small feet. Um, but I'm still a full-sized man. I'm like, oh, so the, okay. but look, I'm just saying Glocks have never fit me well because of the hump. And so I have this Glock because you have to own a Glock, but I've never shot it well. And in fact, I was going <laughs> to, wait, wait a second. Why do you have to have a Glock? You have to have it's a like, Glock. A, it's America's handgun. Like you have oh. to have, is this because you're a writer that you feel you have to have a Glock or you just feel yeah, like, I mean, like you should have it in your yeah. collection? <laughs> Generally speaking, like for a holster review, everybody makes a holster for, you know, Glock 19. So you should have one. They're also, I mean, like, you know, everybody who makes sights, they make a Glock 17 or 19 sight. Everybody makes a trigger, makes a Glock trigger. Like, you know, they're good to have around. And they're fairly, like, ubiquitous. So, like, if I screw this one up, like, I can just get another one. You know, it's yeah, not like... that word? I swear someone used that word last night, ubiquitous. Ubiquitous? Ubiquitous? Yeah. 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 It's a good word. Yeah. Um, so I, I, the two things that I've always hated about the that Glock, means that means common and easy to find, right? Exactly. Anywhere. Okay. Yeah. See, I learned that last night. Um, I hated the finger groups because they, they, they it, you never have your fingers in the right spot. I feel like um, you always do when you're on the right, like you're on the range and you get a chance to like really be crisp with your draw or you're really setting your shot up. You'll always get your fingers in the right place. When you try to speed it up, I felt like they always got in the way, so I was going to cut them back. And then they have this really very big hump in the back. Yeah, so that's can, called the butt. The you, you can fill that with resin and then shave it down, and I was probably going to do that too. But Oh, there's no butt plugs for those? Uh, resin. It's pretty good oh. butt plug. Oh, okay. Works pretty well. DIY. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I have tools and time. Yeah, so. put some antler horn or something in there, man. No, it's a Glock. You throw them on the ground. <laughs> yeah, antler horn is tough. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Steve? What do you think about uh, finger grooves? Are you for or against finger grooves? or? I, I don't have an issue with them. I mean, I've got bigger hands and it seems to fit well. The only thing that really got me was the uh, where the trigger guard comes down. My mm -hmm. hands didn't exactly fit where the trigger guard goes. Okay. It kind of kind of got in the way, but this thing fits oh, amazingly. Okay. Just because the undercut. If they would have put just a little bit of an undercut on it, it would have been great, even with the finger grooves. 
Okay, and they're too tight. Okay, and that's on that particular one. That because the um, so what do you have there? You've got the polymer eighty that you're showing us, right? Yeah, this or is the that's, polymer eighty. Yeah. Okay, but polymer. you don't feel that. You just feel that way though on the Glock, not on the polymer eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, on a on a regular Glock, it's kind of it's just too cramped together. The polymer eighty leaves that that nice recess there. Where we yeah. Can really get up. And there. obviously, the polymer eighty doesn't have those finger grooves either, right? No. Nope. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So some people have addressed this in the aftermarket. Oh yeah. And I believe they even got rid of the, yeah, they got rid of the hump on the back also. It's just straight. Yeah. So then the other thing that they're touting here in this uh, thing that they released is um, Marksman Barrel. Yes. This actually matters. Okay. Why does this matter? Uh, so... Well, before we started, you said that I would be the technical expert, which is not. Yeah, because <laughs> so, it can't Glock be me. By that one. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> get you back on that one. Um, Glocks have used uh, polygonal rifle, pol- pol- po- polygonal, polygonal. Mm-hmm. Um, their rifling uh, method of choice leads them to make a cheaper Glock. Um, so the barrels are less expensive to manufacture. Uh, the problem is using, I believe, cast uh, bullets. So for people who uh, load with cheaper cast bullets um, in quantity, um, they'll, they, uh, that barrel type fouls, lead fouls fairly quickly, um, and it can lead to uh, overpressure and a kaboom. So um, the way the aftermarket is always remedied that is with like a lone wolf or basically any other barrel does not have that type of rifling. Um, so the fact that Glock finally recognized that and went with like what the rest of the industry has already been doing forever with barrels is a good thing. Now people can shoot, you know, cheap ammo in them. Uh, with okay. Right. So now that's a good thing. I know I was talking to someone and they were telling me that one of the things with the, uh, with what we would call the original Glock barrels is that it's very difficult to um, the, you can't discern the difference between two Glocks and like which one, you know, the round came out of, it doesn't create any special grooves in there over another one, but these, but these marksman barrels will do that. So that's, you know, I don't know what you think about that. Some people don't want that. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you know, well, what it makes I, it easy, I, easier for crime scene technicians, I guess. Yeah, it makes it easier for the for the for the popo, for the police department saying crime the scene. Point was the the criminal gun of choice. <laughs> what kind of barrel does that one have? Yeah. I, hey, I just thought I would mention that. I mean, I know that's like they've said in, um, for example, in when uh, police officers get into a shooting, multiple police officers they can't tell who oh, rounds okay. came from. That makes sense. That. Yeah, but also that would be the same thing with criminals, right? You can't prove that it came from this gun or that gun if there were multiple guns. Well, and I think like Glock sells so many guns to law enforcement that being able to track that probably matters in a PowerPoint presentation somewhere. Mm -hmm. So that's good. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, the big, the real big thing about it is now you can shoot your cheap ammo in there if you want to. Well, yeah, probably the bigger safety issue. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now there's a bunch of other things. Now let's first recommend some sites to folks out there who are listening. We do have a whole bunch of people listening. I want to remind you guys again, click the like button and definitely share this on your social media. We appreciate it. We thank you for that. There's several places, right, that have articles on this. Um, uh, the Firearm Blog has a good article with some with some video, well written out. Uh, looks like, uh, who wrote this? Yeah. Um, 
Is this by, I think this is Pete or something at the Firearm Blog. You said Recoil Magazine has a good one? Yeah, Recoil's got a really good in-depth piece. They actually kind of broke the gun apart, went piece by piece. Yeah. Uh, and kind of broke out like a lot of the differences. So like they compared magazine differences. Um, you know, they looked at, they compared a lot of like the older generations to the newer generations. So. Yeah. And uh, what's released? And what's re- I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, Gen 1 to Gen 4 all use the same magazines, right? Yes. So they, I haven't, sorry, I didn't read too deep into this. Uh, Gen 5 magazines are a smidge different. Followers are orange for easy visual identification. Uh, um, that's that's a lot like the uh, Magpul or something, right? Yeah, it's all previous generation magazines are compatible with the Gen 5. Yeah. Uh, if the Pistols magazine releases set up for righties. So. Okay. Um, okay. that's cool though, that they didn't, you know, that's a very Apple computer move to like make up a new <laughs> protocol and then fuck all your current users and make them buy new stuff. So yeah, <laughs> this will work in your new gen five block, which is good. Yeah, absolutely. And right now what's released is the 17 and the 19. Um, uh, obviously that's nine millimeter. Yeah, weird that they would not release it in 40 first. Am I right? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, no, it's not weird. They did the right thing. Right? Like, that's the yeah. everybody No, we'll take care of our special friends later. <laughs> special. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with 40. You know, first you build, first you build the, the house or the building. Then you put the handicap ramps in. Yeah, you do that later. No. <laughs> I mean, because there's going to be some people who love 40s and they're going to be so mad like Steve, but you know, it's okay. Steve's mad. It's all right. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm never mad. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now let's go. Th- so those are the big changes. So first of all, let's get some opinion from you guys. Um, I'll let Steve go first here. Steve, what do you think? Uh, are you excited about this? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I still haven't gotten a, uh, a gen four yet. So I need to, I need to move up. Please. Okay, so why are you excited? Are you excited because you're a YouTube guy and you make videos and you're, you yeah, know, you yeah. just, is it just curiosity or because you're a Glock guy and you think this is freaking awesome? Why? I love Glocks. Um, I don't like it when they change stuff. I mean, the, the, the tried and true design since 1985 works great, but <laughs> oh. they, they start adding stuff. Uh, see how it works. Well, the thing, okay, so now what's the thing with Glock? Do they, they still make Gen 3s and they make obviously Gen 4s, right? Do they, do they still, they don't manufacture Gen 1s and Gen 2s, obviously. No, no they're, they're done. Yeah. So I know Gen 1s are actually like highly collectible. Yep. <laughs> have you guys ever shot a Gen 1? I have. How, how was it, Tyler? It was a Glock, does Glock things. Yeah. <laughs> Was it special? Did it have like, could it go through metal detectors? No, it did not uh, pull a diehard and it didn't cost <laughs> uh, a detective's paycheck or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, for, I know from talking to people, I don't think I've ever shot a Gen 1. Uh, I don't think for that matter I've shot a Gen 2, but I know that Gen 1s are highly collectible. I don't know what happened to Gen 2s. Maybe those are like the stepchild right now. Some people really like it. Did, did you ever... Hank, did you ever shoot Brian? Um, yes, I did actually. Oh, that's a Gen that, Two. Yeah, that was either a one or two. We can't figure it out, but I think that was a two. Oh, okay. All right. So I probably did the two, but not the one. And uh, you know, obviously, I've shot a bunch of Gen Threes. So, okay. Um, now, Tyler, 
we come to you. What do, what do you think about all this? Um, I, I don't get super excited about polymer framed handguns, broadly speaking. Uh, they are tools in much the same way that this screwdriver is a tool. Uh, they are designed to do a thing pretty well in most circumstances. Uh, I get really excited about like STI 2011s. I get really excited about like CZ 75s. I don't really get excited about polymer frame handguns. So um, I think it's cool. Like I'm glad Glock fixed a couple of things that the aftermarket has already been fixing for them for the better part of a decade. Um, I appreciate that, you know, you no longer have to take sandpaper to um, you no longer have to take sandpaper to, uh, you know, to the finger grooves and that the barrels won't blow up if you shoot hard cast lead through them. So, uh, it's cool. I do follow, by the way, I follow tax soup on Instagram and I don't know if you do. Tax soup. No, should I? Tax soup, soup summed up my feelings pretty well, which was, um, not since the Springfield armory saint, have we seen a bigger launch for a hashtag meh product that pretty much covers my feelings on it i don't really super care a ton about the gen 5 glock right yeah um okay tactical toolbox just paid 20 bucks he says hank i'm about to spam your channel he just he just <laughs> donated 20 bucks to us so you, know, you can donate 20 bucks and totally spam us uh, tactical toolbox. I'm about to spam your channel. My account got hacked and 20 videos were deleted. So I'm giving away a polymer 80 dream Glock giveaway info on my channel. So go check out tactical toolbox. He is our friend. Um, you know what tactical toolbox, if you want to jump on, you can, uh, you can always hit up Lola. She's got the thing you can jump on and, and you could, you know, you can hang out here with us. So, okay. So you're not, you're not like too excited about it, but you do get excited about uh, metal handguns yeah i would say steel framed handguns generally uh make me happy get me excited you think those are more creative they have more uh soul what is it well well, who was it that said that only accurate guns are interesting um i admire people who can shoot a glock really well i'm certainly not one of them uh but yeah like i just admire like uh very what's your favorite what's your favorite handgun just to know uh, I carry an M&P9. Um, I really like the M&Ps. Now, uh, there's a lot wrong with an M&P out of the box. Like, there are things that need to be fixed. The trigger, number one. Um, the sights, quasi number two. Um, I did some testing on a timer a while back and found that I shot the stock sights about as well as I shot a set of Trigicons, but I like the Trigicons better. So uh, those are probably the two big things. Um so you, you have the Gen 1, you don't have the 2.0? I do not have the 2.0. Okay. Uh, I do think their little front cocking serrations are disgusting on that gun. Like, when I saw the pictures of that, I thought they let, like, some machinist intern go nuts and put some stuff on a slide. So, okay. no, I never got never got down with 2.0. I have two um, version 1s. I have an older one. I have, like, the oldest one. Um, that's this one. And that one has a red dot on it, and it's got an apex barrel. It's all raced out. Um, it sits in the safe mostly. Uh, my everyday carry is just a standard MP9. Yeah. So for here's here's my opinion on it. For anyone who 
gives a crap to hear my opinion. I care. <laughs> if nobody else cares, I care. Okay. That's, see, that's why I love you, Tyler. That's why I love you. So, you know what? Here's the thing. Like, um, I'm interested in it because there's like a marketing thing going on right now. <laughs> you know, and it's a very well executed marketing uh, program, plan, however you want to put it. Like TechSoup. Was it TechSoup? That you yeah. said? Yeah, as he said, you know, obviously it's well executed. They built up, you know, the little, they built up the mystery and the excitement and and then threw it out there and we're all excited. Everyone's sharing it, me included. We're talking about it. That's why, that's why I'm interested in it. But really what it would have impressed me is if they put out the carbine, finally. I saw Ooh, yeah. that from a lot of people. Would that have done it for you? Like, would that have been? Yeah, it would have been like, whoa. <laughs> You know, and here's how I here's how I look at it. I, I kind of see Glock. I don't know if it's deliberate or not. Obviously, they're like German, but they're a lot like Porsche, right? Porsche does not make drastic changes to the Porsche itself. Right. You know, every now and then they throw something out there, right? Like they did the Porsche Cayenne. I forgot what the other. They have like a little station wagony all-wheel drive. What is that? I forget. And they have the Panamera. Panamera. There you go. You know, they've got the Panamera and stuff like that. They go a little weird, but typically Porsche just stays Porsche. And the whole thing about that is that they make very little tiny incremental changes. And that's what Glock does, right? Well, to be fair, like the Glock 17, when it came out was a truly and actually revolutionary pistol. Like, and I'm, I fully really admit that um, while I am not like, I just, my issue with a Glock is that I just don't shoot them well. Like I've shot them back to back with other guns and I just shoot those guns better. So my Glock mostly sits in the safe. The 17 was actually a thoroughly revolutionary pistol when it came out. Um, and if you look at what the market has done since the 17 came out, uh, they've copied Glock. Everything else is a copy of a Glock. In fact, like uh, Smith and Wesson has to pay royalties on the Sigma because it's yep. such a Glock ripoff. Like, so they were so far ahead of their, you know, their time that now like everything else is kind of caught up to them, I guess. And right. now they're having to make incremental improvements, but like, no, I, I don't begrudge anybody for carrying a Glock, having a Glock, shooting a Glock. Like, um, I don't really begrudge anybody for having guns generally. Yeah. Um, but I think like, that's such a safe bet. Like what's, there's an old thing in the tech world about how like nobody ever got fired for hiring IBM. Like, I don't think everybody is ever going to fuck up by owning a Glock. Like if you're looking for a concealed carry pistol, buy a Glock 19. There may be something out there that shoots better for you. Like you may shoot something better. It may fit you better. It may print less, whatever, but like you can't really screw up too bad by getting a Glock 19. Yeah. And if you have a full size gun, you really can't screw up too much by getting a Glock 17. Like, Yes, yeah. kind of. No, it's true, and a lot of us just love to hate on Glock when we do. I don't. I don't really hate on Glock too much, but we. But people like you know YouTube gun guys, writers, bloggers, whatever. We hate on it because when you're on the top of the hill, everybody. You know, when you're on the throne, everyone throws rocks at you, right? Yeah, I. I definitely think so. And, and look, like they've just been like wildly successful, and their success, like you cannot, you can you can chalk that up to a lot of different things or whatever. Like, and um, I forget what the name of the book is. It's, it's called Glock America's gun. I forget who wrote it. Um, I want to say it's Glock America, Glock colon America's gun. It's a really great book about the kind of rise of Glock. Yeah. How they really took over the law enforcement market. 
And a lot of the kind of down and dirty and nitty gritty about like how they actually did that, which was not super on the up and up. Like they, they did, they were a little shady in the way that they went after that market, but um, it's a really interesting but that's business, right? You can't, I mean, way back what in the eighties, you can't blame. Yeah, man. Like I'm in the eighties were wild and free, man. Miami vice. <laughs> I'm in sales professionally. And like, yeah. as long as I don't violate like our code of conduct or break the law, like, yeah, man, like I'll, you know, like, I'm not going to lie to people, but like, yeah, if it's legal, let's do it. Like, let's close the deal. Um, that's what selling things is about, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, no, nah, I don't, I don't think they necessarily cross the line. Um, but yeah, like the Glock is just like, it's an, it's, it's ubiquitous. Um, and it's a, it's a good gun. Like all of them are good. Just buy one and then buy like four cases of ammo and shoot the shit out of it. And then, you know, you can have like a channel yourself. Right. And I would say this, we're definitely going to get to comments and stuff coming in from people, got a bunch of them on the board, but there are definitely improvements. So if you're out there and you want to buy a Glock right now, I, I don't know, I think you're probably going to get uh, these Gen 5s within the next few days if they're not already in stores. I don't think they are. I know Big Daddy Gun says that they have a few on order. So probably more, most stores are getting them in, but you could probably call up, try to put them on, you know, get them. Glock's not going to have any problem selling them. And if you can't get yeah. the Gen 5s, you're fine with a Gen 4 or a Gen 3 out there. But, you know, if you can get a Gen 5, if, it's got, if those are the things that you want, you know, like you just said, it's, it's not going to be a bad thing. And there are definitely things they added that are improvements. If you really dig into this, there's improvements, but it's not a lot of stuff that you're going to see on the surface, right? It's things they did to make it more reliable because they were trying to get the, uh, the government contract that SIG beat them out for. Yeah, that, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing that comes out of that... Well, the thing that comes out of that is maybe they develop things, but the way that, that Glock does everything, regardless of how they started today, they're on the top. They know they're on the top. They're pretty sure of that. You know, they're kind of, uh, I don't want to say conceited, but, you, you know, when you, when you talk to the, the folks at Glock, they're a little bit conceited. You can't really blame <laughs> them too much for that at this point, but, you know, that's what it is. Okay, so let me get some comments here, and you guys can uh, talk about this. Ryan Baker says, does anyone know if Gen 5 Glock bevel at the front would help the slide not go out of battery um, during contact shooting? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think uh, it's probably going to take a little bit more than that to go out of battery, right? I don't see how the bevel helps, really. I don't know. Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> not noticeable. Yeah. Like it's going to yeah. be one of those things. Here's how it's going to work. Um, I have this fancy beer can here as an analog and you'll do one of these. And then like, if you get to like four pounds of pressure, it'll go into battery. And if it's at three pounds, it won't. And maybe like half the time when you test it with a bevel, it'll go four pounds and it, it'll be like, it's non, it's non-consequential. Don't contact shoot people with a semi-auto. Then you won't have that problem. Yeah. Do that elbow thing that everybody does on the Instagram. (laughs) Is that what that's for? (laughs) Yeah, the gram. You got to put the elbow up to block the sun and shoot him in the dick. That's the Instagram. (laughs) Right. 
No, I mean, obviously, I think the reason why it matters to some people is there's lots of bad stories out there. I've got like police officers, for example, getting into real close contact fights with people and all that. And, you know, the gun's out of battery. So but I, I don't think that a uh, I don't think a bevel on the slide is going to help that. No, that doesn't make a ton of mechanical sense because the right. barrel protrudes from the slide. So the barrel will contact first. So what do you think is the reason for that uh, that bezel there? Probably looks cooler. Yeah, because that's maybe what they saw that a lot because they were looking at what people do in the aftermarket with the guns, right? So maybe that's one of the things that in the aftermarket was happening when people were buying slides. Obviously, Glock would rather you buy guns from them or you know parts or whatever from them than from someone else. Yeah. So they were probably looking at all those things and like, oh, these guys they like bezels. Let's do that. There's a uh, a picture circulating around uh, Instagram right now. As the the Glock Gen Five, the bar has been raised. Sign, and then it has a high point C nine. Yeah, we saw that last night. <laughs> Here, I'll lock you in. We we did saw we saw that last night. I think Guns and Gear had that. Show, go ahead, show it. Yeah. So there you go. High point. <laughs> so there you go. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, let's uh, Razor Razor JB says uh, interchangeable parts are now gone. So, um, yeah, so you don't have interchangeabilities as much as you did. I think you couldn't, obviously, you couldn't change everything before, right? But now uh, that's Gen, pretty much. Gen 4 to 3, the only difference was, what, the recoil springs? I think that's about it. Recoil springs, I don't think it was a difference in the trigger or anything, was there? Um, I think there were some other differences. There were a few, there were a few other differences with the Gen 3. Um, and then I think the gen, like all the way up to the gen three, that's, that's not under patent anymore. Right. Cause I think when we were talking to, um, I think actually when we were talking to tactical toolbox, he said, that's why everyone makes, uh, they, they do aftermarket stuff for gen three because wow. there's no patent on that anymore. So, and that's why that's probably the most popular one, the gen three, you know? So if you want all of that, you can still get a Gen 3. They're still probably making them. I don't know if they're going to discontinue making the Gen 3s, but he's, I think, um, I think they're still making them. I think I still see them out there. So, all right. Crispy says there seems to be a lot of outrage behavior lately, even on our side about SIG and Glock. What do you, what do you think about that, Tyler? Outrage, internet outrage. Yeah, I uh, I actually wrote about this the other day. I haven't published it yet, but like, uh, so I'm married to a nurse. I've been married to a nurse for coming up on five years. Uh, is is this a male nurse or a female nurse? This is a female. <laughs> oh, okay, I was just just, just trying to like it matters. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. I'm married. I mean, to you were talking love. I just hey, I just no, no, you, know, you were saying married, you love me and everything. I've been married to a nurse for a, a, a while now, uh, coming up on half a decade, which is Beautiful not a woman. If, if it was a male, I don't know how he would be giving you a baby because I know right. you, got, you guys have a baby. Okay, go ahead. On the way, she's doing fine. Um, but what I was going to say is that, like, so my wife has held jobs in uh, hospice as well as uh, pediatric oncology. And uh, it has given me, like, an incredible frame of reference for what actually fucking matters. And so I just, I, I feel like I can't, 
I can't gin up the give a shit, like to quote some people from my small hometown. Like I just can't gin up the give a shit to care about whether you drop a SIG 320 at the perfect angle on a concrete surface and it goes off. Like I just can't get the outrage up, you know, like, and I feel like so many people just lack context to their lives that they get really fired up about shit like this. And I guess it matters, but it just doesn't at the exact same time, you know? Yeah. Well, I would agree with, uh, with uh, Razor's comment there. I think that there are people that are just mad, but you know, a lot of us are lonely and the internet world has totally fucked things up. (laughs) You know? I just don't, I just can't, it's hard for me to um, put myself in the mind space where that's the sort of thing that I need to get my blood pressure up about. Like there's so many other (laughs) I just really, I should get my blood pressure up about, and that's just not one of them. So maybe if you were older, dude, you'd be like, Oh, I'm so mad about these gen five. Well, I, I feel like uh, my dad is in his sixties and he doesn't give a shit about anything. So like you, you <laughs> yeah. get more of a how, how old are you again? I just turned thirty. Okay, yeah. just so you know, sixties is not old. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, Hank, Hank, he's younger than me. Yeah. Oh, he's younger than you. Oh, I can't he's tell. Younger than me. Uh, I can't tell because he's got the more manly beard. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm just back. messing with these. Hey, I used to have an all like black, jet black beard, and as soon as I found out that we were having a kid, all these white hairs started popping oh. out of me. <laughs> Yeah, white hairs. It's on. You're gonna see. Like, I'm gonna look like. What's the name of the uh, gremlin? The like the evil gremlin in the first Stripe. one. What was his name? That was in the second. Yeah. Stripe. Yeah. Oh, Stripe. Yeah, I'm gonna look like that soon. <laughs> then I'll probably get rid of the mohawk. But yeah, you know what? I think people are mad. But it's like what's happening now with um, to get attention because all of us are on the internet. You maybe people feel like they don't get attention if they just like, oh, this is so nice. Oh, congratulations, Block. You came out with the Gen 5. That's so awesome. People feel like they get more attention when they get mad or, you know. Why else they do? Things are really good. So you like people have to come up with a thing to shit on. Like things are just really good. Like people's lives are amazing. Like everybody has a computer that fits inside their pocket. And like has more computing power than NASA had collectively in 1969. So like things are so good for so many people. Like the, like everyone has like television and the internet and a phone and like clean drinking water. Like things are so good. In America, in America, not everywhere. Yeah, sure. Even our, I think I saw a thing that the other day that said that like every American is in like, no matter what their socioeconomic status is in the top third globally for wealth. Yeah. You know, here's the thing, human beings, we need, we need two things, basic things, bread and circus. Yeah. And I think that this is just part of the circus. Right. So even though I mean, like what what we're doing here is talking about the Glock and talking about all the different things. If you think about it, whatever phone like so uh, what is it? The Samsung came out with the Galaxy 8. It like sets on fire. That one. Um, well, no, I don't know. I, hopefully the Galaxy 8 no, or the no, new, whatever. The no, no, S- no, no, four that caught on fire. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what? Hopefully, whatever they just put out doesn't go on fire. But even when <laughs> Apple comes out with the with the iPhone eight and all that, guess what? It's not going to be able to beam you to Mars. 
Yeah. You know, this is just the reality of how things are. You don't make the, 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 the real thing about this. You don't make money by making these huge, massive changes. And a lot of this stuff still costs money. And, you know, you've got to tool up and do things when you're talking about polymer and all that kind of stuff. So even though even little changes, like, for example, they're not doing the finger grooves anymore. That probably represents money. Now, Glock's got a lot of it. I'm not saying, you know. Well, They're not really worried about it, but, but, you know, small changes, it's not the end of the world, but we still get to talk about it and complain. It still somehow makes us, you know, helps us vent our emotions that we don't have the damn carbine. Well, I also think like uh, <laughs> the, the thing about Glock is actually, I think personally, my own personal opinion has really adopted an Apple mindset to product development. Like Apple looks at what other manufacturers are doing and like what they're bringing to the table and then brings them to the iPhone, maybe like six, eight months or a year later and just does a good job of executing on them. And then like, that's the new iPhone, you know? Um, Like Glock had the ability to look at the near, like what should be a billion dollar aftermarket industry and go like, okay, what do people like to do to their Glocks? Like, well, we'll just do a lot of those things, and then uh, we'll call that the Gen 5, and we'll sell like a million of them. And everyone will buy it. This is the thing about Glock. People are going to buy it. You're not going to see Glocks in the store, and people are going to go, nah, I don't want the Gen 5. Right, yeah, just buy the Gen 5. Yeah, so Wardex says 10 millimeter carbine. I totally agree with you. That would be cool. <laughs> I know, I know, Tyler, you know they have the carbine, right? Yeah, of course. They have to. They have the carbine. They've got the... <laughs> do this similar you know everyone pooped on glock for the 42 when they brought that out remember like yeah. everyone was yeah. like oh, glock's the worst company in the world what a shit gun ah, i hate it and then like they they until sold you it. shot it like i know i i was shitting on it until i shot it that's what happened to me i actually went to um i went to shot show i don't know you probably did the same thing but i went to shot show and i saw gunny and so whenever i go there i always talk to him a real nice guy right um, obviously he's paid by Glock. So I'm talking to him. He's like, Oh, what do you think about the 42? I'm like, what the hell do I want a 384? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know what? Listen, for me, I'm just asking you for me, go over there and shoot it. So if Gunny says to you very nicely <laughs> for him to go shoot it, you know, you go shoot it. And I shot it and it's probably like, to me, the best polymer 380. Yeah. I, no. And that's the thing, like good on them. They've sold, a hundred thousand bajillion of them, whatever. Yeah. Like it works great. Hey, can I ask you a question? You're a Florida resident, right? Uh Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm scared. You just went totally left there. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know if you've been watching the news. I live in Austin. We have a hurricane coming. Yeah. Is it yeah. coming? Is it coming right at you? It's coming right for us. Um, <laughs> I live inland enough that we're only supposed to get like 12 inches of rain over the next couple of days. So okay. we'll have some localized flooding, but like, what do you do for hurricane prep? I've been meaning, I was going to text you this earlier. I just uh-huh. figured we could talk oh, about it. Okay, okay. We could, we could segue into this, Tyler. We're only talking about the, the, only talking about the, uh, the, the Glock Gen 5. I mean, no, 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 let's, no, let's, yeah, absolutely. Let's segue. Okay, so for me, um, I don't know, Steve, have you ever been in a hurricane? I don't know if we lost Steve. Not here. Yeah, have you ever been in a hurricane? Uh, kind of, sort of. Not, not really big ones. No. What do you do for hurricane prep? Oh, I've got a, uh, uh, we've got water storage. We've got, yeah, first yeah. aid, you know, kits and yeah, food, sit, you know, we're kind of, kind of preppers. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got kind of everything. Kind of preppers. 
Yeah. See, for a lot of us who live, not everyone that lives in Florida, but for a lot of people who live in, we're in Florida, man. If you look at the news, the apocalypse is coming any day. If the, When the apocalypse starts, zombie, uh, you know, asteroid, <laughs> flooding, whatever apocalypse ever comes to this planet, it is hitting Florida first. It has to. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Uh, when you watch even TV, I, like I remember watching, uh, was it Star Trek or something like that? Uh, one of those Star Trek TV shows. And they just totally just wiped Florida off the face of the, face of the planet. Well, so we're always prepped. Right out there, you know, you have to. Yeah, exactly. So we're always prepped. What we do, though, if we know it's coming because we're going to lose electricity. So uh, the worst part of that is when you have no water and you can't flush. So, yeah, we store water. You know, so you can brush your teeth and flush and, yeah. you know, take baths and all that kind of stuff. Uh, make sure your generators are all ready. Just that kind of stuff, you know. But but okay. really, the way we do it, we're kind of like always thinking about it because it comes in. Let me explain something to you about Florida. You can where at least where I live and I'm sure other people here in Florida, except if you live living in like the bigger cities uh, where I live, you hear a screech out on the road and then you hear a big bang and then your electricity goes out. Oh, <laughs> that's something that crashed into the electrical pole and just knocked it, knocks the electrical pole out. And that's it. And that happens like when I first moved to where I live now, that happened like two, three times every month. And then they changed the electrical pole and put, put like a big steel thing in it and made it concrete. And it still happens. Wow. So, yeah, we're we're always we're kind of like always ready for that. What do you guys do in Texas? What do you do? Well, so like, it depends on where you are. Like my in-laws live in Houston and my father-in-law has been like hoarding food and water and a generator and gas for that generator for long. It's very similar to just like what you do in Florida. But like Austin is inland enough that like I filled up a couple coolers with the garden hose and uh, like we just, I like have a lot of propane and also like a lot of firewood and yeah did you get liquor because i know floridians get a lot of liquor <laughs> i had actually stopped up earlier this week before i knew the path of the uh, hurricane so yeah like i'm good to go the only thing i i filled up my truck with gas i like yeah that's always good i think the only thing that i'm worried about is my wife could go into labor and then i have to get her to the hospital but i don't know like i have a truck and i'm relatively competent behind the wheel and I have guns and shit. So like, <laughs> and we'd already packed our bags to go to the hospital. Like, where are you at? What's your sea level where you're at? Oh dude, we're close to a thousand feet. I think. Is that right? Thousand awesome. feet. You're not in, you're not in the mountains. Are you? No, I'm sorry. We're 489 feet. Oh, um, no, that's no, that's like, might as well be a thousand compared to Florida. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and that's the other thing about like Houston is Everything is a swamp, so whatever. But yeah. Like, so the reason why I asked you that, because if you were at sea level or something, or a little bit below, or maybe like five, 10 feet above sea level, but dude, <laughs> you don't really have any. It's not really going to be that bad. Make sure you got enough liquor. Yeah. I, like, you know? I'm home all weekend, and I think unless a tree takes out like a fiber optic line, which I hope not, um, I'll have internet and probably power. So. Yeah, if your power goes down, if your power goes down, you'll eventually lose your cell and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, if if it's for a long time. Yeah, I think like also my parents live off the grid, not too far from here, and they have like rainwater collection and solar power and shit. So like, if things get too real, I'll just go there. But I don't know, like, (laughs) 
people were people keep texting my boss from my day job lives in Ohio and he texted me this morning. He was like, Are you okay? Is everything all right? Are you prepared? Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, bro, Texas is huge. Like <laughs> the big so here's, a, here's like a rule of thumb. Here's like a rule of thumb for me. If the people around you are being very prepared, probably not a damn thing's gonna happen. Yeah. If people around you yeah. don't give a crap, some serious shit is about to go down. <laughs> I mean, it's coming down the road. Yeah, that's the way to that's the way to look at it. Um, so here, folks are saying get batteries, lights, candles, propane, Coleman grill. Fill up the bathtubs. We do that. Fill up the bathtub. That's a good one. Um, H two O, obviously water, canned goods, ice chests. So you guys probably have those big like ice machines on the road, right? Like, yeah, going fishing. Yeah, you can get those. Fill those up. And all that kind of stuff. Um, I, you know, I think like if you know something's going to be serious, don't buy food that can get spoiled. Like this is not yeah, a good time to go buy steaks. Because <laughs> like, it's gonna it's gonna be spoiled, or you're gonna be rip, You're gonna have to eat it. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have a cookout. It'll be terrible. Yeah. So just stuff like that, you know. And the big thing is like generators, which I'm pretty terrible. Here's the thing with me and generators, man. I'm always trying to go like super high tech. So I want like a generator that just connects to my house and runs on propane or something and the power goes out and boom, it just comes on and I never, I never feel it. So I'm always procrastinating on the, on the generator thing. You know, my, uh, my grandfather bought one of those. It's like on a concrete pad, like the AC unit and it's like it hooked up to the house power and it has like an auto control unit. So like when the house power goes down, it powers up and like feeds right yeah. in. He's That's super proud of it. He loves to show it off. Anytime you go to visit him, he wants to talk about his generator. Yeah. Steve is saying, you're saying it's expensive, right, Steve? I know. Yeah, those are cheap. Yeah. And here's the, but, but here's the thing, you know, um, really gen- just get any kind of generator. So for us, we have a well and I just need to get a generator. Even for that, like you get a generator, you, you, you know, run it from at your well, you're good to go. At least you'll have water. You know, and then you could have some other generators around the house. Put them on the deck. Don't ever put them inside. People always die putting the generators in the house. Crazy. Now, I'm, I'm guessing because they don't want people to steal the generator, but they're going to, like, you're going to lose all your shit when you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else gets all your shit when you're dead. You know? I like this. This person in chat said, please don't name the baby Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> That's not on the list of names, so I'm not too oh, Okay. Is it, do we know it's a boy? Yeah, I'm having a boy. Oh, we, okay. no, I, sorry, I'm not having a boy. My wife is going to do all the hard work to bring us a boy. Um, he is simply half my genetic. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I think a good name is Hank, by the way. Do you think Yeah. Uh, I thought about selling <laughs> the baby rights, you know. Oh, uh, selling the baby rights? Yeah. Um, and then Glock will come along <laughs> and buy the baby. Yeah, right. The new Gen Five baby. Yeah, not for the first baby, but like for the third, like hell yeah! So Can you imagine the dude that calls his baby like Baby Glock? Yeah, <laughs> you know you're gonna get in the news like the people who called their baby. Uh, what was it? They called their baby Adolf Hitler or something. <laughs> did you Did you ever hear about that? I will not be in that camp. Uh, <laughs> no, so, baby, baby Glock. That's not bad. Like yeah, it. well, for the right price, sure. Yeah, I'll call him Baby Glock. I don't oh, okay, good to know. So now, now that we're back to guns, um, I, I don't know who wrote this. You could tell me if you um, would. They want to know, Tyler, if you would carry a P320 knowing what you know now. Would you yeah, still carry a P320? Yeah. Okay, why? Because it's a good gun. I mean, it's not like, it's not my first, like, 
the reason I don't carry a P320 has nothing to do with the fact that it's you can drop it at the right angle on a piece of concrete and it goes off. It has everything to do with the fact that I don't like the ergonomics of it and I don't shoot it as well as an M&P. So I carry an M&P. And if I found out that my M&P, like you could drop it just right and it would go off, I would still carry my M&P. Like if I found out you dropped it at any way and it went off, I would not carry my M&P. But if it's like, it's this specific scenario, sure. Like, So you're saying we shouldn't worry about that? We shouldn't worry about whether it's drop safe or not? No, I am not projecting my own opinion. Um, I just don't worry about it. Like I have a million other things to worry about. Not that at all. Like I don't really care that much. Like I feel like if I'm dropping my pistol on the corner like that, shit's already gone sideways. Like, yeah, I, I just don't like things have already gone bad. So like there could only get worse. Right. Like I, it just doesn't. So, okay. So you've never like accidentally dropped a gun. Sure. I've absolutely accidentally dropped a gun. Oh, okay. But was shit, was shit bad or did you just accidentally <laughs> drop it? Yeah, man. Cause like I dropped a gun, like I wasn't shooting somebody, but like I oh. was going too fast or being stupid and I dropped a gun. Like, Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, so it happens sideways already. Like I already yeah. dropped But you gun. don't want it to go more sidewaysier, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it means that you shouldn't get a P320, but I think the result of all of this is ultimately we'll get better guns. There are some guns that did pass the drop tests. And they were fine in the drop test. Yeah, and the same well, a Glock, which goes back to my earlier thing, like, hey, you really can't ever go wrong buying a Glock. I still think the 320 has a lot of things going for it. I love the little interchangeable modules. I like that you can make it in anything you want. I think it has a good trigger. I wrote a very positive review about the 320. Like, this is certainly a black eye, and it's not ideal, but, like, I just, I can't. Yeah, like, it's not the end of the world. It's not. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty low. Like, it's a very specific circumstance. Like, if you think about all the times that you've ever dropped a gun, dropping it perfectly, like, right here on concrete, like, it has to be concrete. Like, the, it's this many circumstances. Like, most of the time, it's a flat land or an angle or whatever. Like, it's – didn't somebody in a class throw their gun and it didn't go off, but then, like, they drove over it with a truck? to show like how tough blocks are and then it went off. Like, didn't that happen? Um, I don't know. I, I know there's, oh. there's been several stories. I think there was someone who was like um, twisting it around in the rocks and stuff like that uh, yeah, with, their, with, their, with their shoe. And I think it went off, but that's probably because they modified the trigger. Of all the dumbass negligent discharges that have been out there and all the reasons you could have a negligent discharge, dropping it perfectly on a concrete service is pretty low behind like just dumbass handling and like dumbass handling is accountable for like most negligent discharges. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, but I think at the same time, it doesn't hurt us to get better guns. If things come up, do I yeah. think that we should drag SIG out and like, you know, um, him to death, whatever. Yeah. Look, here's what I will say. Like, um, and I actually did say this on uh, one, the day that this happened, you'd have to take Remington to court over the course of like a decade to get this, the sort of response that SIG brought to the table. Yeah. yeah. Remington's pretty lucky. I mean, even right now, Remington's in the news because with the, what is it? The 700s 
And I think yes. the 700s were going off. And even we haven't talked about it because we've been talking about the P320 and a bunch of other things. And Remington is going to have to pay up money. And people, I think, actually uh, died, right? There's a couple of people. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's a big, bad deal. And like, yeah, yeah like they... The people had to sue him before Remington did anything and admitted fault. Like Sig at least came out and said, "Like, yeah, we fucked up. Here's a new trigger, and if you want to get yours upgraded, just we'll take." Yeah, care but of see, it's a different age, man. We all have the power in our pocket. That's what's happening. Like you said with the phones, man. We all have the power now. No, I yeah. totally. Agree. I just think like we have to contextualize things a little bit and realize that like there are actual examples of other companies fucking this up harder with more dangerous things like yeah no yes yes absolutely yeah it is but you know and like what we what i think is a good thing though for human beings we've got to talk stuff out and get stuff out of our system though so even though we're saying like that's what i mean that's what i meant when i said to you that people are lonely i think that's what's happening right remember like back in the days you you guys are young so you don't know this but back in the wow. 80s when you were all probably like born we actually, like, if you were black or white or you were a nerd or you were a jock or whatever the hell was your thing, we would all, like, t- actually talk to each other. <laughs> there was this thing we used to do called interacting. Yeah, and everyone just, like, talks shit on Snapchat or whatever, right? They yeah, we used to go out. You go to the movies while you're standing in line. There's these things called lines back in the days, guys. Yeah, I don't have that anymore. I just yeah. bounce pass on my phone. <laughs> yeah, we used to talk to dudes on the line. You used to like turn around and talk to someone like, oh, what do you do? And all that. But now we don't do that. And I think people don't have ways to get stuff out of their system, you know? We've forgotten how to communicate. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed this means of communication, by the way. I yeah, I know. With you. Right. I know you got to go, right? Because you got to get ready. I got to go do some stuff. Yeah. So I want to thank you. Uh, before you go, Lawrence Lerwick says, uh, no, 1911s are America's handguns. Um, yes. So like, I wanted to wait until you said you were going to go. <laughs> oh, go ahead. What do you have to say to that? Go ahead. You can hit it up quick. Go ahead. No, I think, yeah, that's true. John Moses Browning was a gift from God himself to uh, America. And to we need to put up statues to that dude that nobody make them take nobody down. Nobody will tear that statue down. JMB? Yeah, uh, if somebody tries to take it down, then we will we will protest. We will counter protest. That's right. Uh, people will be driving crazy numbers of cars into crowds if you're tearing down a JMB statue. Okay. Okay. There's a line, Tyler. (laughs) Well, that's true though. A bunch of crazy people would do that. Uh, No, JMB was the the one true gift and the 1911 is the one true American pistol. I will concede that fact. I will say that Glock sales have been pretty good for the last couple of years. So America likes the Glock too. Yeah. But since you cleaned that up, we will now pray for you. (laughs) Please. Every (laughs) Sunday I ask that you pray. No, uh, it's good hanging out with you, Hank. I always love this. Thank you. Yeah, same here, man. Same here. We hope to see you again. Please be safe. You know, take care of the wife and the baby. To be. The hurricane. Yeah. yeah. All right, you man. Know, have fun. Make sure you got your liquor. I oh, I absolutely <laughs> do. You guys have yeah. a good man. I'll talk All to right, you. brother. Peace. Bye. All right. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for Tyler uh, for joining us. Uh, let's hit up some more stuff here. Scott says, I hope prices on the Gen 3 and Gen 4s will go down. What do you think about that, Steve? You think those prices are going to go down? I doubt it. I don't, I don't uh, ever see Glock prices go down unless they're used or police trade-ins. Yeah. They're, they're never going to go. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, um, 
Yeah, you know, the, the used. <laughs> that's, that's, your yeah. best, that's your best bet if you want to get deals. I don't know, because, you know, Glock really does tightly control uh, what goes out there. I mean, you know, gun stores get, like, you know, put on the naughty list yeah. if they don't sell it, Matt. You're lucky if you find one that's in decent shape. I mean, a lot of times they're just beat up, you know, a couple hundred thousand rounds run through them, you know, barrel rifling's all destroyed. They're never taken care of. And then they turn around and sell them for, you know, 350 bucks. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that might be terrible, but you know, uh, you could still, you could still very easily come back because the thing with Glocks is that you could get barrels, you could get this thing, you could get that thing. Yep. So don't obviously don't overpay. If something's in really, really bad shape, don't overpay on it. But you know, it's not really, it's not true. Like all police trade-ins and stuff like that are not in bad shape. No, they're not bad. I got a, uh, I bought a Glock 27, 40 cal, you know, the mm-hmm. subcompact. And I think it was, it's really cheap and it was a police trade-in and it just had a little bit a little bit of holster wear on it but it's a nice gun it's in good shape yeah now so this is this is probably a uh, timely comment for you steve lawrence lerwick says hey steve or hank can y'all figure out how to slap a binary trigger in a glock (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what do you think about that dremel tool <laughs> Come on, someone should do it. I mean, it's, with all cool. seriousness, yeah, it would be nice. I mean, you know, um, someone out there, the binary triggers, I think, hey, you know, why not? It's probably possible. It might be a little bit more. If you think those things are expensive, it might be a little bit more expensive just because everything's smaller. Yeah, I don't know. instead of a Glock, it's pretty, uh, yeah. pretty intricate with its little connectors yeah. and springs and stuff. Yeah, you know, so who knows? That's probably years down the road, to be honest with you, before we get anything like that. Um, but I know you have, you know, speaking of binary triggers, right, Steve? See, check out the segue, man. I'm nice hooking you up with the segue. Nice segue. You guys have a giveaway going on on your channel, right? Yes. Well. So tell us about this. Uh, yeah, we have we have our 1500 subscriber giveaway still going, but we also have a discount code. For the Frostec Echo oh. a- AR2 trigger, a discount code. Okay, what's discount. what kind of discount are we talking? That is fifty dollars off the re- the price through Frostec.us, Frostec's website. So it goes from what, like three fifty to three hundred, or what? What? Uh, I think it's. I think they're like four seventy nine, then you get fifty dollars off, so it makes it four twenty nine. Okay. Okay. So, so um, it gives you that third position, so you can go down to Echo mode. So are you giving out this discount code or do folks have to go check out your channel? Uh, I go check out my channel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I put a link in the we description. need the views. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they do need the views. They do need the subscribers. While you're there, make sure you subscribe to them. Uh, I put a link to 904 Outdoors in the uh, description of this video so you guys can click on that and go to the specific video that Steve is talking about or just search 904 Outdoors on Google or YouTube. <laughs> And you will see all of that pop up. Also, I put a link to um, writtenbytylerkey.com. It's is, uh, also in the description. That should work, I believe. Uh, if not, I'll check it. But definitely check out writtenbytylerkey.com, you know, uh, and support the brother Tyler, who's going through, you know, the first hurricane, I guess. Is it the first hurricane? That's hit land. Yeah, that's hit land in a while. Yeah. Since, what, 2005? Right, and Ty- and Tyler probably doesn't want to hear this, but I'm glad it went like went up the Gulf and just like <laughs> <laughs> went west. 
We're going to get a bunch of hate comments from Texas people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, listen, the Texas people have to learn how to get ready for this kind of stuff. So um, you're doing it. You're doing a 22 episode the other night and I wasn't able to join in. So I brought you a 22 that you haven't seen yet. Okay. What is this? Let's see. That's a Mossberg 715T tactical 22 long rifle. Oh, okay. Cool. And it is. It's overly accessorized. You got the yeah, red it's dot. super tacked out, man. What the hell? <laughs> it is. You got the the bipod that pops out. It's twenty two. This thing's uh, it, so far it's been ninety nine percent reliable. Once in a while you'll get a little bobble out of a twenty two, but it's a it's a fun gun to take to a range and people see it and think it's a real AR. Then it's really quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that you've put on the weight of a whole other 22 it's, on that thing. What does it yeah, weigh? <laughs> it's, it's close to a, yeah, it's close to a regular AR, but it's a, the only bad thing about these is a, it's a polymer shell. It has 22 action inside of it. So oh, okay. It's not, it's not a, not an actual AR, but it's a, it's, it's close. It's okay. a lot of fun to shoot. So it's and they're only, I think those run like 50 bucks. I mean, they're cheap. Yeah. Now, what does it run by the time you put all that stuff on it? <laughs> that one, I've probably got a, uh, I've probably got seven, eight hundred bucks into that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Way cool. too much money. Now, yeah, now Ryan, see, yeah, go ahead. I, I've, I've pulled that one apart. I polished the internals. I polished the feed ramp. I, uh, it's got little compartments inside of that polymer. I filled them all with silicone. So it's solid. Um, I, I've modified it enough where it's it's extremely reliable and a lot of fun to yeah. shoot. So Lawrence Lerwick wants to know if you're going to give that away when you hit 5,000 subs. <laughs> Maybe 50,000. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, come on. <laughs> Talking to a company, um, maybe we can we can get some uh, custom 904 Outdoors AR-15 strip lowers made, and we'll do those okay. for a giveaway soon. That'd be really cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, Ryan Baker says, Hank, Florida has way too many hurricanes. And uh, let me get this comment in from Landon. He said, how does the Gen 5 affect Wilson Combat's jump into the clock market? <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> did Wilson... Did they make a polymer? They're coming into the clock market, but it's kind of... Wilson Combat's a 1911 company. I mean, they're... Yeah. I, I, just, I just don't see really... I hate to say it, room for them in the in the Glock market. There's a lot of different companies that make stuff for Glocks, but yeah, I don't know. You know what? Wilson's, yeah, they make good, here's the thing. Quality products. Yeah, here's the thing. Look, obviously, like we said, we haven't seen it. We haven't um, shot this. We haven't handled it or anything like that to see if it's better. We are yeah. going to try to get our hands on one. Um, I think there's probably a few on order at Big Daddy Guns. So I will be like sneak in there and, uh, you know, whenever they come in, I will talk about it, see if I can get them out of the store and go shoot them. <laughs> and you got to call me so I can come shoot. <laughs> yeah. And we'll let you guys know what we actually think about it. The truth of the matter is they have made changes in there. So obviously it's not big changes that we were all looking for. The beauty of all of this stuff is that there's other companies out there and those companies can have the opportunity now to try to give us the things that, you know, that we're all clamoring for that, that, you know, this all creates opportunities for Smith and Wesson and this company and that company to come out and make uh, better things, things that we want. But this is, this is how it goes with Glock. They're just not going to make huge jumps. 
I think maybe our grandchildren's grandchildren might see the carbine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, High Boy's got a carbine. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got a carbine. But, you know, I'll tell you what, man, um, even when people figure out how to get last round bolt hold open on, on these carbines and all that, Glock will still come out with theirs and sell the crap out of them. They just have built the brand, and that's the whole thing that's going on. They built up that brand. They have that going for them. They don't really have problems selling this stuff. I don't even really know why they have to do all this marketing stuff to sell. Even right now with everything going on, I mean, Glock's not making rifles, and rifles aren't selling as much, but handguns are still selling, and Glocks are still selling. Yeah. Have you seen so, the, uh, the, the micro Roni conversion? The micro Roni, yes. Yeah. Those yeah. are pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, they are. And there's there's a whole there's a whole bunch of different um options that you or ways that you can go about that. So um let's oh. So Wardex says who doesn't have a Glock knife? I don't have one, but I, I wouldn't mind getting one. Um how many PCC takes Glock mags? There's probably um there's probably a bunch of pistol caliber carbines that take Glocks now, right? Yeah, yeah I think everyone and their mama is trying to make one. There's a few yeah. that use the Colt mags. We were talking about this last night with VSO. You guys can go check that out. We were talking about it with uh, with VSO. We've talked about it a lot. I'm planning on building one. You know, I'm just looking around to see who has the most reliable bolt hold open. You know, we were discussing whether or not that's even necessary. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Lorick says he'll take a double stack 1911 over a Glock any day. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I probably, I would take a Glock. I've had double stack 1911s yeah. and I think they're cool. I think 1911s are cool and everything, but you know, ultimately I think I'll stick with the Glock or there's other, I think the uh, M&P 2.0 is pretty cool. You know, there's yeah. lots of yeah. different Those options cool. out there. Yeah. Lots of people are making um, guns. That's, that's why Glock even bothers to do upgrades because of competition. Competition's a good thing, right? When we don't get what we want from one person, we get it from, um, from another person. Razor JB said 1911s are drying up. I, I'm pretty sure he's being sarcastic. <laughs> I see we've got like Vanessa K uh, Kitty in the chat. We've got a bunch of other people here in the chat. We've got lots of people watching us right now. I want to like, remind you guys to click that like button, make sure you share this, um, you know, share this with your family and friends on social media and all that, but make sure you click the like button. Let's see what other comments we have going here. What other shout outs we're going to give to people. Oh, by the way, Lola wants me to let you guys know that on Monday we've got gun blast. Ooh. Yeah. So we've got gun blast coming on the show. Um, I believe he's going to be calling in because if you know anything about gun blast, um, he, there's like, he's like, uh, what is it? I'm going to say the Bermuda triangle of technology gun blast. <laughs> so he's pretty low tech where he's at. So he's actually going to call in and we're going to have a nice chat with him via phone. So you guys should start making up your questions, things like that. You want to know from gun blast. I've known him for a while, really good guy. And, uh, even though he's out in the boonies and all of that, he's going to call in and talk with us for a while. He's got a really cool beard. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a good guy. So um, um, I don't know if the other guys are going to be in on it. Is it, is it just going to be Jeff? Yeah. Okay. So it's just going to be Jeff Quinn from gun blast. Um, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about, but I'll give you guys the opportunity now over the weekend to think about that. You know, think about what questions you want to ask gun blast. Let me see. Um, Sugar bear says SIG two, two, six. What do you think about the two, two, six, Steve? 
I got two two six. Going back to what you're saying about the three twenty, I mean, mm-hmm. dropping it. I was saying, yeah, you, know, you drop, but at, I've seen all the drop tests and stuff. That wouldn't keep me from carrying it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's still a good gun. It feels comfortable to me. It feels comfortable, even the compact one. Right. But I mean, it's I, I don't I don't know why it won the military contract, but the P three twenty. You're saying? Yeah, yeah, the three twenty. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of reasons, I think, why, you know, things win the military contract. I think probably the biggest reason is the price. You know, they just came in with things at the price. Maybe Glock wasn't willing to do that. Here's the thing. I think it's terrible that companies keep pursuing uh, government contracts and military contracts instead of just building guns for civilians. You know, we buy more guns than anyone else's civilian population, right? Huh? Uh, I think I have more guns than the military, so. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I wish they would stop doing that. But hey, you know, you can't you can't ever stop these guys from going after those big, juicy contracts. And a lot of times it comes out, you know, I always say it comes down to like how much hookers and coke can you get on the yacht? And that is part of the equation. Yeah. Yeah. The military is it's guaranteed money coming in. I mean, yeah, with, uh, it depends on who's in the White House as as per how big the the flow of money from the, the general public's coming in, but military contract is guaranteed cash for them. So they're going right, to jump off absolutely. that every time. Yeah. So you know what? It's Friday. I know you uh, had to like, you know, sneak in here to get in. <laughs> I know you, you were probably working. You had to rush and all that kind of stuff. I'm yeah. sure everyone wants to go off and do their thing. We've been going here for, you know, I think we've done over an hour talking about the Glock Gen 5. We will come back and bring more to you guys. Is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, anything you, else you want to promote before we... Uh, we got a video on that coming up. Yeah. That's the, yeah, the Exhale Weapons Works Polymer 80. I did a full build on that. Very cool. Very cool. And it's, and it's a 40. Yep. And it's a 40. <laughs> Looking forward to see how that is. So make sure you check out 904 Outdoors and, of course, subscribe to them. Okay. So... Um, let me let me go through some stuff here. I don't know if anyone else. Okay, uh, Wardex wants to know when Gen Six is coming. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> next week. It's next week. Yeah. Um, and Boss Hog says we're ready for Harvey. I'm guessing he is he in Texas. Probably he's in Texas. Um, Doug West says Sig two two six is a great gun. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good gun. Yeah, I know lots of guys that have those. All right, so you know what? I want to thank everyone that joined us, everyone that's hanging out in the chat and all that kind of stuff, sharing the video, giving us the great comments, uh, watching, and, and all that kind of good stuff. I want to remind you guys on Monday we've got Gun Blast, of course. I know you guys are looking forward to that. And um, uh, what are you saying here, Lola? Oh, okay. So don't don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Also check out our Patreon page. We are Patreon slash Hank Strange. Uh, Lola wants you guys to know that every dollar that you guys contribute to us is more than we make on YouTube. You know, we want, want you guys to know that. Um, I, I want to like thank our sponsors. Our sponsors are Safety Harbor Firearms, Rand CLP, also uh, Andrew's Custom Leather, as well as Big Daddy Guns. That's who gives us this space here, gives us the broadband and all that kind of good stuff. Um, now you've now Lola's like tur- turned the thing sideways. Um, oh yeah, of course, our friends in Texas, Lola's trying to tell me, like, I hope our friends in Texas out there stay safe. You know, I hope there's not any, you know, no loss of life. Everyone's good out there. You know, make sure you uh, do what you need to do to be prepared for this thing. I, uh, 
Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I want to wish everyone a great, happy weekend. We will see you guys on Monday. I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. You know, see you guys. Stay safe out there. Peace. We are out of here.